Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everybody, this is CJ Graham, Jason Voorhees, Friday the 13th, Part 6, and you're listening to Canned Aired Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Can Dare, your tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. And I am Jack Doyle. And I am Randy Hardenbrook. We've got a good episode for you today. We're going to be talking about uh, season three of the movies that made us by talking about the movies they chose for the third season. So we're looking at Aliens, Coming to America, Robocop, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, and Halloween. And then... After we're done doing that, we're going to welcome the president of the Nacelle Company and the executive producer of The Toys That Made Us and The Movies That Made Us, A Toy Store Near You, and uh, the upcoming RoboForce, which I talked to him about mm-hmm. quite a bit. This is one of my favorite conversations with him. Is it? Uh, yeah, we welcome Brian Volkweiss to the show. That'll be the second half of the episode. But before we do any of that, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CannedAirPod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. And uh, if you want to show your support, we have merch on our website, CannedAirPodcast.com, as well as a link to our Patreon where there's quite a catalog, hours and hours of uh, content that hasn't been released to the normies that only you, the people who give us a few of your uh, hard-earned dollars a month get access to. So... Uh, patreon.com forward slash Pod, gentlemen what am i forgetting your boys are on uh, evergreen podcast network so go check us out at evergreenpodcast.com see all the shows see us love us listen to us and uh yeah check everybody else out there it is and i think that's everything right we don't have anything i feel like i'm forgetting something but i don't know what it would feels be like there is something missing but i have yeah. no idea what it is oh well yeah well I mean, I would uh, typically say something about the Halloween episode, but by the time people are listening to this, it should already be locked That's in. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's, yeah, it'll be locked in by that point. So, All right, let's kick it off with this week's Retro Roundtable. And here we go. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, of the movies I just listed, what do you want to talk about first? Let's do Aliens. Aliens? I actually watched that episode okay. today. That one and... Oh, did you? The Hall- I watched Aliens, the Halloween one, the RoboCop one, and I started the Friday the 13th one. I watched the Nightmare on Elm Street one thus far. I want to say so, for last, I think. It's good. <laughs> is it? I mean, they're just all going to be good. But... Just to clarify, is it Alien or Aliens? It was Aliens, the second one. Okay. All right, cool. Oh, it's dedicated to the second film? Yeah. Really? I didn't realize that. Yeah, because Ridley Scott did the first Aliens, and I think the rest of them... first one was just Alien, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Aliens was done by uh, James Cameron that did Terminator. I see. Oh, wait, is that the right... Yeah. I've had the... directors' names back mixed up to Pretty sure it's James Cameron did Terminator. Because that's who was married to Lin- Linda Hamilton, right? I don't know. 
I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Aliens was more of an action movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think you're probably probably right on that. I could see that correlation. I didn't even mean to do this, but I ended up watching uh, Alien Covenant mm-hmm. uh, just within the past 24 hours. Is that the more recent one? Yeah, the most recent. I haven't one. seen that one yet. That's it's, what's Fastbender, right? It is. Oh, it seems the, like a uh, sequel to like uh, Prometheus. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 I didn't. I didn't know that until <clears throat> I think today, actually. So. Um, it was good. I'm not going to say it's not good, but, uh, and I love the concept of like, you know, trying to find out where we come from kind of stuff and mm-hmm. recolonization efforts in the midst of all that. And, but there's something about those films that I just can't keep my fucking eyes open. And I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. I fell asleep twice during it. <laughs> I did. I don't know. When I, I remember watching Prometheus and I had no idea that it was tied to aliens at all. No, I don't Until think the very Mary end, did. and I was like, "No shit!" Yeah, and then yeah. found out it was. Yeah, that one I I fell asleep through so many times I gave up on because <laughs> uh, I think I told you about that. I recorded it when it was on TV because I wanted to see it, and I just I ended up deleting the DVR. So I then rented it and fell asleep again. And I just think maybe it's because they're quiet films. I don't think it's necessarily that they're boring. That might they, be it. There's always like a very quiet tone and always kind of like a white noise. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, more suspenseful and not a lot of action happening. But when it does, it's meant to like shock you or whatever. Shit lulls me to sleep sometimes. But um, (laughs) it was good. Uh, It was predictable. Like like their their twist ending, like I like immediately knew when they like (laughs) they were trying to pull a fast one on you. They didn't pull anything. Trying to pull a fast bender. (laughs) But yes, actually, <laughs> that's exactly. You haven't seen it, but once you see it, you'll understand why that joke's funny. Oh, jeez! <laughs> you'll understand why that's funny. I promise. But yeah, it was good enough. You should watch it, especially if you've seen Prometheus hmm. for sure. Watching that episode today about aliens, I I wanted to go home. Too bad we had to record today because I want to go home and watch it. Well, you still can. We're not well, going to yeah. be here too long. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Well, he's old. He has to go to bed early. You know how that shit goes. I've been passing out early lately. It sucks. It's the change of the weather, <laughs> I, man. I, I, yeah. Wait till the clocks move. change. I thought about that right before you got here. I was like, Jack's showing up and it's almost dark. I was like, fuck. <laughs> After the time change, it's like, I'm going to be ready for bed before you guys even get here. <laughs> All right. So uh, next we have on the list is coming to America. And I'll be honest, I've never seen the whole thing. No, I have. It's been a long time. About you, it's Randy? It's probably been about three or four years. Um, Bill Paxton in it always cracks me up. Just He turns his overacting up to 11. He was in Coming to America? Was he? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were still on Aliens. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Game over, man. Game yeah. over. <laughs> That's a, that, watching that episode with Aliens, yeah, it made me miss him big time, yeah. too. And he, was, yeah. he started out as a... Uh, a set creator, like artist or something like that. He was in Terminator too, actually. Now yep. that we think about yeah. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But uh, yeah, no, coming to America. That is this something that's uh, fond f- for you. Yes, it's been a minute. Um, that's with Eddie Murphy. Yes, okay, Eddie Murphy and uh, Arsenio Hall, right? Yep. Yeah, I always I'm trying to remember back, but I always uh, loved. Uh, um, wow, the dad. <laughs> Brain, Darth Vader. Um, <laughs> it's Randy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Randy Hardenbrook, ladies and gentlemen. Give him a hand. He's trying. James Earl Jones. He cracked me up in that. Oh, yeah, because he was the the girlfriend's the father. Yeah. Wasn't Samuel no, L. Jackson no, no, no. the guy who robbed the... Oh, no, wait, the, that was his... Yeah, it was Eddie Murphy's dad, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. He was the king. But uh, yeah, just his lines and that were always good. What was the uh, McDonald's? McDowell's. McDowell's. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Uh, oh. Samuel Jackson was the. No, it the was. Robber. He was. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I thought you meant like the dad of the girlfriend. No. I keep wanting to say Andy Richter, but uh, the, the big <laughs> white guy. Was it Andy Richter? That worked at McDowell's. He's like, one day oh, I'll be uh, on fries. It was Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen I've seen parts of it. I, I I'm not like totally foreign to it, but I don't I can't remember ever watching the whole thing through. And I know there's a sequel out now that a lot of people have kind of like said really hated uh, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and who could blame them? Don't fuck with the classic. Like no. they ain't trying to make Wizard of Oz two. I guess they did actually try to make Wizard of Oz two. And how'd that go for them? Yeah, not well. You don't fuck with a classic. Just leave it be. I think the best part was <laughs> at the end of uh, Coming to America. They tied in Trading Places. Oh, did they really? Yeah, because the two old guys from Trading Places. Yeah, like the they, like the billionaire guys. Yeah, they were broke at the end of the movie where yeah. they were sitting on the side of the road, just like bums. And oh no, shit! Eddie Murphy came by mm-hmm. and dropped him a big, big his pocket change or something. Or maybe it was Arsenio did gave it to him, and they were all excited. Arsenio Hall. I was yeah. watching Arsenio clips on YouTube the other day just because, <laughs> man, it is a it's a fucking time machine watching that show oh god yeah just takes you back to an era that just is i don't know i don't even know how it sets itself apart really but i mean i you know before social media um i don't know it's just you were in the 90s when you watch that shit <laughs> shoulder pads oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he in those waldo faldo little round glasses like oh, from god, the, you yeah. know what i mean <laughs> like the flip up shit oh, didn't yeah. he have the flip ups like yeah, the, i think he did it <laughs> i think he did that Dwayne was, wayne did from uh what was it? The Cosby spin Different world. Different world, yeah. yeah. What did I say? I thought I said Dwayne Wayne. What did I say? I don't know what you said, but it was... One, <laughs> one right. It wasn't Dwayne Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what that word was, but... No, I'm curious to hear what it was. <laughs> it was Dwayne Wayne. See, what it's not f- just me, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> what was Your did I say? Weather. Oh, I'm so curious. I would love to stop the show and go look. It's like that Okey be... Fokey or no, that wasn't it. It was something. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. know what it was. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, back to Coming to America. Was that Eddie Murphy's first uh, role, like uh, movie where he was doing different characters? I mean, I know he did some uh, of that stuff know. on SNL, but. I think it was where he did a whole room, like a whole bunch of. Like a whole of, cast, like yeah. Nutty Professor and Norbit yeah. and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. that was probably the first. Because I don't, other than that, was just like Beverly Hills Cop that he was in, right? I think so. I mean, to my recollection. But I mean, and, I was a little young when those came out. Right. So I don't uh, remember a lot. Eddie Murphy was on the downswing, I think, when I was uh, coming to uh, consciousness. And <laughs> <laughs> what did I call him? Waldo <laughs> Faldo? Waldo Faldo, that's what it was. Now, yeah. who the fuck was that? I Waldo Faldo was somebody. Was it? Yes, it was. Oh, um. Family Matters. It was it was uh, Eddie's best buddy, Waldo. Okay. His name was Waldo Faldo. <laughs> Flat top, too. Okay, so I'm not crazy. Did he had those glasses also? He didn't have those glasses, okay. but he had the... Come on, man. Dwayne Wayne, Waldo Faldo. You gotta... I mean, you, you can enough. understand why I would mix the two up, right? Come on. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> All right. Next on the list, RoboCop. RoboCop. What do we think of RoboCop, boys? Love that movie. Was not allowed to watch it when yeah. my parents rented it. I remember 
sleeping or I, I was in bed and my mom and dad were watching it. And then all I, the one part that I can remember vividly was when, how was it? The one guy that got melted by the, the toxic waste. He was just like, we killed you, man. After he saw Robert in the first one. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's been a long time. I don't remember. <laughs> I uh, go ahead. But him sitting there yelling at Murphy, RoboCop sitting there saying, we killed you. We killed you. You're dead. No. And before he got his, yeah, because he like starts like remembering about himself, his yeah. past life and stuff, right? Yep. Yeah, RoboCop and uh, like what else? Like Batman. I remember was another one of those films my mom wouldn't let me see. Mm. Batman. Yeah. Well, because we the only Batman <laughs> that my mom was aware of and that I was aware of when uh, Keaton's Batman came out was Adam West. Mm. <laughs> And, you know, because it was on syndication after cartoons sure. uh, every day. Yeah. And so this was, you know, dark shit. This was like <laughs> the <laughs> comics and people dying and stuff. And um, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like I remember there being like a, uh, I mean, not only there was a big height of popularity for it, but I feel like there were concerned parent people taken to like Sally Jesse Raphael and shit, you know, like oh, God, this movie's too violent for our children <laughs> kind of shit. I don't think they were doing that with doubt in my mind that my dad These would have been the same me. years that the world deemed the Simpsons too extreme. Let's keep that in oh, mind yeah, too. Yeah, my shorts. Yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah, the the uh, American <laughs> culture like children are just oh succumbing to the Simpsons. But um no I remember uh going to a buddy's house for a sleepover and I I found it weird because it was somebody I I never would imagine my mom would have let me stay over you know just mm -hmm. because he was always like kind of in trouble maybe she didn't know but uh <laughs> the next morning uh we got up and he's like dude I've got a Sega Genesis and I got uh, Batman on VHS and I was like fuck yes <laughs> and I <laughs> Remember sitting there watching. You're my best friend forever. Now <laughs> <laughs> I will never part. And I never went back over there. <laughs> I got what I came for. But no, uh, I remember as we sat and watched Batman. It's so weird to think about this, but having like deep down this guilty feeling, like what if mom found out? What if mom? I kind of had out? that scene RoboCop because it was almost the same deal that I saw RoboCop. At a so I was like house. what, like fucking eight, nine years mm -hmm. old or something. And uh, she never found out. <laughs> and I think at this point, it might be too late. <laughs> Mom, I have to tell you this. But I watched Batman over at JoJo's house. But, you know, that stems into what I was... I, that story I had told you about Waldo, the, the Ninja Turtles film <laughs> when the first movie came out. You know, I was desperate to see it. And she wasn't about to take me to see it. Because, again, it was getting the same kind of street cred as Man. Batman where it's like... Oh, this is dark for a kid's movie kind of a thing, you know, even though it was rated PG. I think nowadays it would probably be rated 13 at the very least. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I could see that. But um, how she finally crumpled and took me. Like, I, I, I will never forget that, like how excited I was. And then when Raphael said, damn, in the first five minutes, like <laughs> she was just like, oh, my God, what have I done? You know, <laughs> My uh, child is going to go down a lawless path where he's naked swimming at an island at night smoking marijuana. Pentagrams <laughs> all over his bedroom now. Ironically, well, not ironically enough. Uh, um, <laughs> I didn't see the next two turtle movies in the theater. I had to see them at friends' house. <laughs> I don't think I saw them in the theaters either. Yeah. Uh, that Well, I never saw the third one. But the second one, I'm pretty sure I You've never seen the third film? No. What? It's not 
It's not that bad. Come on. No, it's that bad. But <laughs> I mean, you you still have got to see it. I've maybe seen parts of it and was just like, no. And mm, the jokes are so bad. I just the other day was watching James Rolfe's old video where he talks about that movie and mm. uh, just picks it apart like a fucking <laughs> like vultures on a carcass, man, just down to its bones. And you're just like, wow, like it's crazy. Again, what can get through all these levels of QC to actually being made? You know what I mean? Mm. It was not good. I think did it, it never even it didn't go to the theaters, did it? The yeah, it did. Fuck yeah, it did. With the, with uh, the female turtle in it? No, 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 no. That was a TV Dude, show. No. Yeah. Oh no, no. Okay, the second one I did see in the movie. You've been That's making right. that mistake for over eight years now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, when they went back in time, that's that was the third one. one. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've seen. I, I haven't seen that one all the way through, but yeah, the yeah. fourth one I haven't seen. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. All right, uh, moving on. Nightmare on Elm Street. Probably one of my favorites, if not uh, favorites on this list. And that's not even to speak for the entire franchise because, um, fuck, did they take a hard turn after the first one? Like, from two on, they were just like, that no, shit crazy. Two was ridiculous. At least they... <laughs> that dude was such a pussy. Like, I, I just wanted to see him die. I hated that one so bad. After that, it was, at least it kept on with freddy harassing people at night now which yeah. which one was it with the dream warriors where they like, like tried to four, four i think yeah oh okay that's, all right I which my three was the video game one and four was dream warrior or is it the other way around because wasn't there like a thing where they faced him like a video game realm or some shit like when like uh arcades were <laughs> really big and stuff I don't remember. It's been so long. I don't remember what the third one was, but I know I want to say it was the fourth. The one only reason Dream we Warriors. remember Dream Warriors isn't because of the movie, because of Dokken. <laughs> That's yeah. why I remember that one. <laughs> Dream Warriors. I think I've seen the first one, then I think I've seen Dream Warriors. I don't think I've seen the other two. Oh, the second one's just so fucking boring, and you just keep is asking it? yourself why. Because the dude <laughs> they decide to follow is like such a fucking weenie boy. He, he's like. I don't even know if they like actually say in the film, but they kind of make it like he's got like severe anxiety problems yeah. and like he's a recluse, like shut off from most people. Just very awkward kind of a person who starts encountering Freddy. <laughs> Wasn't there a thing where he was like in the school shower and he lifts his hands up and it's the Freddy glove yeah. and he lets out that <laughs> scream? I'll have to find a clip of that and put it on Instagram because holy shit. I rewound that and laughed and laughed and laughed. But no matter how many of those films come out, the first one's just oh, so... Sure. It's still horrifying. Yeah. It's still horrifying. I mean, parts of it are pretty corny, but uh, parts of it still, <laughs> to this day, land pretty well. Oh, well, the think. third one is Dream Warriors. I didn't realize that. So the fourth one... What's the fourth one? Um... There was one the where Dream they were, Master. There was one where they were in like video game realm or some mm. shit. Maybe that's the one it was, but Dream Master. Because after that was, was that uh, Wes Craven's new nightmare? Dream, that was the Dream Child. Oh God, that one. Yeah, I don't. I guess they did get better, and I know I've seen, or they did get bad, worse, and I know I've seen them all. Well, the next one after that was, I believe, Wes Craven's new nightmare. No, that was Freddy's Dead. Oh my God, the there was a nightmare. sixth one. Yeah. That was well, the then, 3D one. Oh, was it? Wasn't it? That one I don't think I did see. I well, think that there one was, was in 3D. 
Freddy versus Jason was in there somewhere too, right? That came after that New was Nightmare. Way after, yeah, that oh, was way after New the, Nightmare. Yeah. New Nightmare, I loved the concept for because yeah. it was just like it was so were, weird because it was real time. Like the the girl that played Nancy was playing was herself. Getting, yeah. And it's like these movies and all the fans had believed so hard in Freddy Krueger that it actually brought him to life. Yeah. And it was really cool how they did that. Yeah. Like, especially when they're doing that, there was a funeral scene. And I don't know if Nancy sees herself in the casket, but like at the bottom of the casket, you see like that new, like the real life Freddy, like clawing, like from the bottom of Mm -hmm. the casket from nowhere. Oh, that was horrifying. (laughs) But ultimately that movie sucked. Yeah, <laughs> and that little kid, the kid that played Nancy's uh, son, oh my God, I've never wanted to smack a kid to the ground <laughs> so hard as I did that kid. And I think he was a kid who was on Full House, maybe like one of Michelle's friends, mm. Mm. one of those long-haired uh, white kids in the neighborhood. I don't remember. <laughs> You'd know him in a heartbeat. But no, Freddy now- versus Jason, man, when that came out. Uh, I was excited. I saw that in the theater. I have I my I have okay. my stub somewhere still for it. But um, boy, oh boy, what a disappointment! That mm-hmm. was it was better than Queen of the Damned. <laughs> <laughs> and some of the scenes were cool, but um, like Kelly Rollins and it was horrible. Uh, the story was just really stupid. Yeah, it didn't mm. it, everyone expected way more than what was, and especially to see who won at the end. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Should, I mean, spoilers, right? I mean, it's been way too long. And if you haven't say, seen it now, yeah, yeah. But who's to say who actually won, though? Because okay, we're seeing Jason walk out of the lake holding Freddy's head, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Freddy like laughs or something like he that. He laughs and winks at the camera. Yeah. So this yeah, could have been yeah, in yeah. Jason's head because mm-hmm. he was fucking yeah. with Jason in the dream realm. Yeah, you uh, know. So I don't know. Yeah, then they have to put Jason to sleep so Freddy could get him. Wasn't that part of it too? No, I think they were trying to get Jason to fight Freddy. Like they were, they were keeping Jason asleep to transport him to Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah, and they at the same time they were keeping the girl he kept that Freddy kept attacking asleep. And on cue, she was going to pull him out of the nightmare into the real world. That's right, because that's how you get Camp Crystal Lake. On the on Jason's home turf. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Um, so I remember Nancy woke up grabbing his glove. She she learned that you could pull Freddy into the real world by waking up holding him. I don't know if I'm pretty sure this made the cutting room floor, but I'm pretty sure it's in the deleted scenes of the film. Uh, but there is a scene where when they first pull Freddy out of the night of the nightmare, and he and Jason first stand toe to toe. Like they're all bloody and shit, but she stops. She goes, "Freddy versus Jason, place your bets." Oh, Sorry, I didn't mean to spittle like that. I got into it, but I just thought, "Holy shit!" Like if you really thought you were pulling these two hell spawns into the same world to fight each other, would you be sp- sitting around making quippy lines like that or running for your fucking life, getting the hell out of there? No, as but quick as you can. Imagine the audience watching the movie in the theater, and that would have come up. <sighs> people would have been like, "Yeah!" <laughs> I mean, it's it's literally the exact. <laughs> not my people. It's literally the exact same concept they just reused in uh, Jurassic or uh, Jurassic World when the oh the Indominus raptors and... fight. Yeah, yeah, the T Rex. 
Yeah, pitting one strongie against another strongie, or Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. Of course, they ended up teaming up on Mecha Godzilla, right? Correct. That that was pretty uh, stupid. I thought that whole ending. <laughs> well, there goes spoilers for the movie for me. I did you all a favor. <laughs> I did you a I favor. I'll still see it and watch it and like it probably. I, it was fun, but it just uh, I don't know. Like the way these two seemed to team up at the end was almost like. Uh, Bro, bro, it's Godzilla. That camp happens all the time. <laughs> it's like these two like pe- enemies just decided they were going to be partners to take down this other enemy, and like we're just coordinating these <laughs> fight sequences and shit. I don't know. I just didn't like it. I just thought this is corny shit. That's why they're here to protect the world. That's like when they, when Ghidorah, Ghidorah, or whatever you say, Ghidorah, Ghidorah, as Jake used to they say, came and destroyed him at the end of Godzilla. You you guys need to see Godzilla Final Wars and just you want you want the camp turned up to eleven and just some bullshit. You need to see Final Wars. I love that camp. Uh, it's great. I grew up on Adam West Batman. I know something about <laughs> camp. <laughs> so totally rabbit trailing, but Final Wars literally has a whole side plot where like it's literally like Matrix guys. Mm. It's crazy. Hmm. Yeah, I, I got nothing. Nope. <laughs> uh, is any other things on Nightmare? <laughs> Mm-mm. The remake, was, I wasn't. I was just going to ask about how, how was the remake. The guy that they cast as Freddy, I thought was pretty That was pretty Rorschach yeah. uh, from mm-hmm. yeah, The Watchmen. Um, I thought he was in excellent casting, and yeah. that's who I think they should have cast as Cletus Cassidy instead of Woody Harrelson. Oh, yeah. He would have mm. been fucking brilliant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he would have been. Oh, fuck yeah. But, um... Which, go ahead. Which one, was, which one was it where the... At the end of the movie, like the mom slash blow up doll gets pulled through the window. Is that the first one? That's the first one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was the first one. And the 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 toy or excuse me, the movies that made us episode on Nightmare on Elm Street covers that uh, ah. in detail as to why that's in the film at the end. <laughs> uh, that was funny. Mom, why do you look so surprised? <laughs> but think about um, the other effects from that film. That even Trump, what they were doing um, in the remake, it was like when, like when her friend gets drug out of bed and is like being cut and like fling, flying around in the air, mm-hmm. then falls into the corner of the room and then starts like sliding up the corner and is now writhing right. on the ceiling. Like that was horrifying and still oh, yeah. is. That is a damn effective effect. <laughs> like, There's not many holds on Elm Street effects that. You look and you're just like, God, how cheesy was that? No. Well, I we brought this up too, like when Freddy like kind of pushes through the wall over oh, her yeah. on the bed. That was horrifying. And mm-hmm. in the remake, they redid that scene, but it was all CG and far over exaggerated. Mm-hmm. Like he came way out and like was looking around and shit. I was like, you don't calm down. Much. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Johnny Depp and the blood in the bed. Oh yeah, and all that yeah, stuff. Scrolling. Like yeah. yeah, the whole ceiling was blood. Yeah. yeah, or the the in the girl in the body bag in the school, just like how her feet just go up and then just being drugged out. Oh my god, mm-hmm. it's just all horrifying, and still to this day, it's it's Let creepy. It, seeing, I don't remember whose chest it was, but his chest was bare, and you just see the the fingers he just carves in like a message in there, "Come get me, bitch," or something like that. Was that the uh, their friend who had been taken to like a holding cell or something? Like, didn't they like Freddie hanging with his bed sheet or something in the cell something and like start carving? Yeah. And I can't remember; it's been so long. But they all bleed together. But yeah, there's all those, all that stuff stands up still. We all bleed together. 
fuck you working on over there, Randy? <laughs> I was just checking my messages. Sure. <laughs> All right, Friday the thirteenth. Where do we start with this one? I haven't seen any of them except Jason X. Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? Yeah, I haven't seen any of them. Any of them? Jason X is the only one I've seen. What? Wow. <laughs> the best one out of all of them. That's the no, only one. No, the worst. Ja- <laughs> I know this. <laughs> fucking Jason wasn't even in the first one. No, I know. Well, okay, he kind of was, but... At the end. Well, I yeah. mean... I mean, not that that's any insider information, I think. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it wasn't, um, he wasn't, well, he wasn't the second one, but uh, it wasn't until the third one we get the iconic look from him, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't seen him. Oh, yeah. The why second am I, one. The second one didn't, second one didn't he have a fucking string trimmer too at one point? Had a what? Weed a whacker. string trimmer? Yeah, weed whacker, string trimmer, whatever. I don't uh, recall. I just remember Corey Feldman's bald head. <laughs> <laughs> he was in one of them? Yeah, he I was a kid. That. When he was a little kid, he was in the uh, second one. Um, but, and I don't say this because we've talked to C.J. Graham. It was awesome to talk to C.J. Graham last Halloween because uh, that was my favorite Jason film. When they put the big rock and chain around his neck and drop him to the bottom of the lake. I've seen, didn't they chop him up with the boat propeller in that one too? The, 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 the prop hit him in the face. Yeah, I've, yeah. Seen, I've seen the end of that one apparently then. Yeah, and he he actually told us how that was all shot and filmed and stuff. That was nuts. It was crazy to hear, but that was one of my favorites. Now, what was it, four or five that, like, the the girl that he was after ended up being a psychic of some kind? This is when they start going, like, the Friday the 3rd or the (laughs) Nightmare on Elm Street route with him, just bringing in crazy aspects of it. But um, I always enjoyed the... Go ahead. I was going to say, didn't he go to space at one point, too? That was Jason Jason X. X. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. But um, when uh, the way he's resurrected are some, how is it? Like a relative of one of the victims of Jason Voorhees and his buddy go to a cemetery and they plan to dig up his corpse, douse it with gasoline and like light it on fire to like be sure he's gone, Mm -hmm. you know? And they kick open the casket and this corpse is laying there. And he gets like one of those big cast iron like rods off the cemetery fence and starts stabbing it out of anger. And uh, next thing you know, lightning strikes. <laughs> oh, jeez. That <laughs> pole and reanimates Jace sure. and brings him back to life. <laughs> but I still haven't seen the remake that we talked with CJ about. Um, okay. Where, you know, it just kind of negates like Jason goes to hell and everything after. And it uh, picks up where he walks, like Jason comes walking out of the lake. He was bound to. It goes to him underwater, drowned, dead, and then his eyes pop open and then it like cuts the yeah, yeah, it like focuses on one eye and it like yeah. opens up and that's the end of the film. You yeah. get the credits. But uh, it was also supposed to be uh, C.J. Graham was going to return, not as Jason Voorhees in that, but as... Uh, Jason's father, Elias Voorhees. Remember right, that, Randy? Right. Yep, yep. So I still want to see that. That was independently funded and shot and released and stuff, I believe, but uh, it wasn't like in the theaters or mainstream, but I want to see that shit. When was that remade? A couple years ago? Uh, within the past five, I would say. Hmm. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Can't even remember what it was called. Do you, Randy? I don't know if I it was just it was like four or if it had its own subtitle. I think I'm thinking, pretty sure it did. It had. I think it had some subtitle. I can't remember. But it was pretty much Jason was like... and his dad now going out and raising. 
which was cool because it brought it to fruition, made it a family affair instead of just the son, you know? Yeah. Mom, son, now the dad. Where's dad's been? Well, I guess that gets answered. But it's not, <laughs> it's not, it wasn't just um, an idea that uh, like the creators or writers came up with on their own independently. Like there were concept drawings of an alternate ending to the third film where Jason wasn't at the bottom of the lake. They actually, he ended up back in the cemetery. And as the crypt keeper is like caring, tending to the, not the crypt keeper, but like the cemetery um, maintenance. Groundsman. Groundskeeper, yeah. yes, is tending to the graves. You see a, a silhouette walk up and it's uh, alluded to be Jason's dad and the movie ends, mm. but they never used that. So this, they take the actual original concepts and bring it to life, which I thought gotcha. was pretty cool. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> uh, did anyone, I mean, you know, the Friday the 13th remake was par for the course. You know, Jason doesn't really have a personality like Freddy, mm-hmm. nor that much of a backstory that needed explained other than he just was left to drown while counselors were fucking. Yeah. <laughs> um, As they tend to do. But, you know, the Friday the or the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, I guess, showed you a lot more of what freddie was doing you know where in the the original film it was just kind of like nancy's mom was telling her oh yeah he he was a bad man who did a bunch of bad things to kids and we all got together one night and killed him and that was about it this Mm -hmm. was like kind of flashbacky shit showing you where he was taking the kids and like very detailed it showed you too much you didn't need yeah it it showed you the night that they all cornered fred krueger and bernie like the night the parents retaliated Mm -hmm. like it was detailed it was but i'm not going to say it was bad but um i remember they showed they showed that a couple of times and i think it was on the tv series they had the yeah nightmare on elm street freddy's nightmares i think it was called they showed oh shit i forgot about that they showed how they killed freddy in the beginning but i think they talked about it before in a couple of the other in the movies i just took him down the boiler room and threw him in a or they set him on fire down they burnt yeah they set him on yeah i don't remember Exactly. they caught him in the boiler room where he'd throw the kids' bodies and burn them at the end. Which, in itself, kind of reminds me of Rorschach's, uh, that story from Watchmen where he found the, the pedophile who had been... Uh, yeah, that's why. <laughs> Remember? Yeah, that's why. With the dogs. It, it, it with the dogs, yes. It worked so yeah. good to have him. Is That's why it mm. worked so good with him as Freddy. All right, Halloween. Last one on the list. And, you know, very popular right now with Halloween Kills out, which I want to see, but I feel like I need to see the last one first. Like the one that came out before this one. Because it's like, it's it picks right up where the last one left off. Hmm. Oh, okay. I know I learned that there was no blood in that first movie in Halloween. Like the original Halloween? Yeah. That was, they, they made a point of talking about that in the movies that made Is that us. right? Yep. Let's not give too many spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I don't remember too much about the original ones. They're probably the, of the of the big three, you know, Nightmare, Friday the 13th, and Halloween. That's probably the ones I've seen the least of, the yeah. Halloween films. I'm in the same boat as you, Jer. I, yeah, I, I'm more familiar with the other two. All I know really is the, about the mask and how they... The William it. Shatner mask. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which they did stuff to the mask to make it look different. I didn't know that. They did. Because, I mean, yeah, I, I've never seen any of those films where it looks like a white William Shatner mask. You know, it just no. it, it has its own look. It looks like Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, he's one of those 
those characters that very much like the other two we just discussed, Freddy and Jason, does not need a lot of... I'm sure there are people out there with the, who would like to get a background in our, you know, know exactly what he is, what makes him tick, how he keeps surviving, yada, yada, yada. But uh, so many others, I'd say the majority of people probably say that it's the not knowing that makes Michael Myers so fucking creepy. Mm -hmm. Why won't this dude die? <laughs> because as far as everyone says, he's just a guy. Yeah. He's just a guy. Why won't the motherfucker die? <laughs> who was the dude back in the... Uh, Old days that wouldn't die, like years and years ago. You know who I'm talking about? Rasputin. Was that it? Yes, Rasputin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me think of Rasputin. But um, I don't know. I've heard in this one we finally uh, see his face. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Now, I know in the last one he was in prison and, like, these new young doctors try to go talk to him. And you see him. He's standing there. His back's to you, but he never, like fully faces a camera at least in that scene i've seen maybe he does and later in the movie but i don't think so the way they're emphasizing like there's a whole thing in the trailer where jamie lee curtis is struggling to pull the mask off like i want to see your face oh, that's right she was in that last one huh mm -hmm. yeah and it, uh the thing about this uh, halloween kills it's all the original cast from the first films nice yeah oh nice yeah so uh I'm those who survived that just blows my mind that out of all those because that Halloween's had quite a few sequels, right? Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> Halloween 1, 2, 3, was there 4? I think there I don't was a 4. There, there, there was Halloween, <clears throat> like, Resurrection. There was H2O, which was fucking... I think oh, that, that, I remember that one was so Was that the one that was, stupid. like, a reality show? They were, like, filming a reality, like, overnight horror show in, like, I the old Michael Myers yeah. house, and then he was in there killing people, like... Mm. It was all, like, the current pop celebrities of the time and that shit. <laughs> Tyra Banks anyway, was in it. Oh, <laughs> well, was. just out of all those like bunch of sequels, it just blows my mind that they're just now pulling off the mask. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think I'm hmm, not to say that those films didn't mean anything to anyone at those times, because they certainly did. Uh, but I think there's a greater respect now for just nostalgia, period. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and I could be wrong. But uh, I don't know. That's I guess that's where I'm coming from. Maybe it's just because we're so old that we respect the nostalgia more than... <laughs> I just think back in the day, it's like, oh, let's make another Halloween movie. It doesn't have to be great, but hey, we got Michael Myers in it, so that that's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we have the namesake, and it's that's Halloween. enough. That's yeah. A, yeah. And it's not. You know, it was kind of disrespectful to a, you know, serious horror franchise that has held a tone for years and yeah. years and years. And I think... Um, that's why, you know, Rob Zombie tried to restart it and I'm, I, I enjoyed his Halloween film, but kind of going back to what we were talking about with, uh, Freddie and Jason, you know, uh, I think he tried to explain too much. He tried mm. to show you how the monster was made, where the monster comes from kind of a thing where the other films didn't do that. Yeah. They don't, you know, that's, you don't, that's not something you want to know. It's just the act of what he's doing. I guess you see a lot of his childhood. And, like, what makes him fucked up and stuff. So uh, that aspect I didn't really care for. But it was still yeah. a fun film. It was still good. Um, but, yeah, so the one that came out before Kills, I don't remember what that one was called, but it was just out a few years ago. From what I understand was technically supposed to be the new three. 
or like the new four, like they were kind of ignoring everything that had happened and it was supposed to be the stand, the new stand in for the third movie. Okay. Does that he make wasn't sense? Even, it, he wasn't even in the third one, was he? Wasn't there one that he was like, it was like the season of the witch or something like that. And it had nothing to do with Jason. I want to say that was like four or five, I think, but I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know. Or maybe it was the second Michael one. Myers. Yeah. Cause the, I, Maybe it was the second one where they they the original concept was they had it was just a horror story for Halloween. So like the first one was about uh, a serial killer, and I I want to say maybe it was the second one where it was they took like a completely different premise to it, hmm. with this the season of the witch, and then they went back to Michael Myers on the third one. Maybe I, I don't this recall. Isn't we better get Michael back in here. <laughs> well, duh. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Fucking duh. How about that new Scream trailer? I haven't seen it. I've heard... I, I didn't... At first, I was just like, oh, God, another Scream movie. But I didn't realize that it was basically a sequel to the first one, kind of. Well, I mean, it's a sequel to all of them. It's... Well, it's, it's got Nev Campbell. It's got Courtney Cox, Nev yeah, Campbell. Yeah, but it's not like... It's not again. like this... It's not like ignoring the past ones. Right. Yeah. Oh, you thought it was like a reboot, is what you're saying. Yeah, you didn't realize it was what, like yeah. the next chapter in the story. I see. Yeah, because it's the same name. I don't think I've seen the trailer. You mm. should look it up. It looks interesting. Uh, I was never like the biggest Scream fan. They were fun. I saw a couple of them in the movie theater. Two and three, I think I saw in the... Which one of them? Like Aunt Jackie from Roseanne was the killer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see that one. Oh, shit. But... um. It was cool to see David Arquette come on the screen calling up uh, Nev Campbell. What was her name in the films? Um, oh, my oh, God. Man. That's going to drive me. <laughs> Sydney? Sydney. Yeah. Sydney. Hey, Sydney. Hi, Sydney. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm curious to know who the killer could possibly be in this one. I'm guessing. Matt Lillard's coming back. Shit. I thought they killed him in the first one. Yeah. He got stabbed too bad. <laughs> I, I'm guessing it's going to be one of these. Woozy over here. I'm I guessing it's <laughs> going to be one of the main characters. I think personally, who who could give a shit after all these years? It isn't just yeah. being a copycat that makes this worthwhile. Doofy will come mm. in. <laughs> Doofy. <laughs> <laughs> Told you not to come over room with a vacuum. That was da- did David Arquette play that character too? No, no, that was. But he was made to look like, like him. him. Yeah, yeah made to was look that like character. Him. Didn't he have the vacuum cleaner on his dick? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come in my room with a vacuum in. God damn it, Doofy. <laughs> that shit was funny. Um, but the most horrifying thing from that was uh, Courtney Cox's face. I bet. Fuck, man. I bet. <laughs> I couldn't stop thinking about it. It's like, it's like the, that's where my mind's going to be during that whole movie. Because she was so cute. Back she was so she was, cute. Yeah. And she, what, what's wrong with aging gracefully? Mm-hmm. You start there is beauty stuff in, in age there's beauty in age yep. at least i think mm-hmm. and when you start pumping yourself up to look like a fucking air balloon like a balloon animal of a duck like what's her name from the the uh and we're... band oh yeah janice <laughs> janice <yeah. laughs> and, and where's the facial expression in horror movies then you're just kind of like your your eyelids are like lifting more than the other yeah <laughs> that's true i can't see her making like a horror like horrified face I'm I'm hoping kind of she's the killer. I'm hoping mm. just so I can watch just her watch get, her die, get killed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> and I, another thing, I still haven't watched it yet, but the first episode is on uh, YouTube, so everyone can watch it. Uh, the new Chucky series has started. 
on sci-fi. I've oh, okay. heard that that is. Oh, I'm sure out. it's horrible. I'm sure too. Yeah. But that's part of staying with Chucky. Yeah. That's part of it. You know. Like, <laughs> you well, gotta just roll got with so the nonsense with all the rest of them. So yeah. You've got to roll with the nonsense. With but Jennifer Tilly. Isn't it mm, good mm-hmm. again? Obviously, yeah. uh, Brad Dorif is being Chucky again, <laughs> and his uh, real life daughter is playing uh, the same character who appears like she's going to be carrying the soul of Charles Lee Ray. Hmm. And uh, Andy Barclay's back, really? The original Andy Barclay's nice. in it. It's like he's hunting Chucky or something, so <laughs> like it just sounds awesome. I, did, I didn't like Cult of Chucky. The last good one was Curse of Chucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've followed the films, except for Seed, up to that point, <laughs> it's a good follow-up. Because it goes, you know, those films really t- like went to the point of staring, like, you're on a ride with the dolls rather than in the perspective of the victim. The victims, yeah. And it went back to that with uh, uh, Curse of Chucky. That's right, you said that. Yeah, That one was good, so... I mean, as good as a Chucky film could be. But <laughs> it's so cool because he just looks like his normal good guy self and uh, through the film, and you think, well, you know, this is a cool film, but it's breaking continuity because remember how he got chopped oh, up? Yeah, he was, was always getting chopped and up. And then, like, throughout bad. the film, you start seeing, like, little prosthetics he had put on Chip Away. Uh, and all of his fucking stitches are still there. Like, they, they pull <laughs> nice. a fast one on the, on the uh, viewer. It was cool. Nice. But uh, I'm going to have to go watch that shit now. Speaking right. of Rob Zombie, we're talking about. Do you see he's doing the monsters? No, 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 no. Don't bring it up. No, no. Bad, bad. No, when bad. we had uh, Butch Patrick on, he said that Seth Meyers owned owned the IP to that. I don't know, but I know Zombie's doing them, mm. and it's gonna suck ass. Yeah. So <laughs> who they got to do some of the people? I, I don't. I don't know who's playing. What's the wife's name? Uh, Lily, uh, Lily Munster. Yeah, I don't... it'll be his wife, what Rob Zombie's wife. It's he puts her in fucking are, everything. A lot of people are up in arms about Sherry her. Zombie. <laughs> Is that her no, name? No, I, I saw a picture. I think it was a cast picture, but it looked like the chick from freaking Evanescence. Like the, it did, the yeah, it did look like. Shut her. the fuck up! Like it's really it's her. Probably I don't no, know, no, no. It, it just looks, looks like her. Like her. Uh, but so there's just, already just, like a like a like a a set picture or like a cast picture release it's the house herman lily and grandpa and grandpa looks ridiculous who's playing herman i don't know i don't know his name hang on let me oh my god we we gotta look look at this now this do it justice but i I was gonna say this this is what the third time they've tried to bring or no the second time they've tried to bring it back i feel like they tried to bring it back once and it didn't work meet the monsters is that the name of it Hey, hey, we're the monsters. <laughs> I just, I, I have, the original monsters just holds a very special place in my heart, and I'm going to hate whatever they come out with. Of course. There's no one can do Herman better than, what's his name, that played him. Yeah. That guy was just yeah. made to be that character. Same with Grandpa. Yeah, same, yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm not well, same with any of them. Same with uh, her, too. What was her name in real life? Wasn't her name, uh, like, Yvonne or something? Apparently... There's Sherry Moon few... Zombie. Dude, I was fucking kidding. It really is her. <laughs> oh, my God. It's really her. That's his wife. She He puts her in everything. She's uh, in everything. Look at Grandpa, though. What's up with his hair and that It's a bit eccentric. A mustache. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. It's very eccentric. He looks like... What's he look like? It kind looks... has an Ivan Ooze like look him, to him. Yeah. And then Herman, his face is too... He's got too much roundness in his face, I think. He doesn't... He's not... 
Well, you, you know, you know who that. that is that plays that plays Herman, right? No, we were just the fucking the fucking Geico caveman. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Wow. I saw Jeff Dan. His Who'd name's Jeff that... Daniel Phillips, and I was like, "That's Jeff Daniels." Oh, Phillips. Who would have thought this is. dude's huge brow would come to serve him in so many great <laughs> ways in his lifetime? All right. Do we have anything else uh, before we move on, gentlemen? I don't Sorry, so. I just realized who the freaking grandpa character is, like the actor. Who? You guys, you remember the fu- the fugitive in U.S. Marshals? The, mm, it's been so the long. Harrison Ford film? Yeah, that guy. Hang on. I'm just getting a washed out face. That's yeah, kind of creepy. Can't see who that is. <laughs> All right. Well, what's yeah. his name? Uh, Daniel Roebuck. He was on Lost, but he was one of the agents in Fugitive and U.S. Marshals. The blonde guy with the mustache that was kind of kind of looked like a really cheap version of uh, Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Mm-mm. Anyway. I... All right. Well, I think that's going to be all for our conversation on some of these movies featured in the movies that made us. So let's jump to a quick commercial. And when we come back, I'll be talking with Brian Volkweiss. So stay tuned. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Brian, thanks so much for being back on the show, man. It's always awesome to have you on. And I think this is the first time I'm able to see your vast toy collection behind you. So that's exciting. Thanks for being here, man. Thanks for having me back, man. You've been there since the beginning. So we, uh, we're we very appreciative of that. Oh, we're glad you uh, let us in on what you guys are doing. It's so freaking exciting. So much to talk about. Um, I guess the first thing I want to bring up really quick here would be uh, Nacelle Company now owns the uh, RoboForce IP. And uh, coming in the future, we're looking at toys, merch, a series. Um, very excited to see this. I don't remember much about the show. I do remember the toys a little bit. But um, I'm just curious uh, how this come up. And is this something you personally grew up with? So you, I would have known you were lying if you said you loved the show. Okay. Because... What a lot of people don't know is what happened with RoboForce was they were supposed to be the big, big toy of, I believe, 1983. And at Toy Fair in 83, uh, they did the biggest launch of all time at that time. And like Toys R Us placed the biggest order they ever placed, KB, everybody. And then- That was on a Tuesday. And then on Friday, uh, Hasbro announced this little thing they were working on called Transform. And so it destroyed RoboForce, like destroyed it. But one of the reactions, one of the parts of the destruction was um, the show was being piloted, but it basically gotten a 40, no, a 50 episode order from CBS. Once Transformers came out, they canceled the order and only the pilot was ever released. I think it aired once and you can get it on DVD, but there was no cartoon. Wow. 
Uh-huh. To answer okay. your other question, yeah, it was crazy. I wasn't like a crazy fan, but I had Wrecker, who was the black and yellow one. And to be completely honest with you, and again, life is so surreal these days in particular, I remember my whole childhood, anytime I would see them being like, this is really stupid having suction cups and no legs. <laughs> like even like to as a kid playing with them, what are you supposed to do? Like smash the suction cups to get like it didn't make yeah, any they sense. Didn't, and they did they had very little to no articulation, maybe just arms that went up and down, correct? Well, yes and no. It's really funny you say that because on the one hand, you're right, the arms only went up and down. So minimal articulation, right? Right. On the other hand, they all had these crazy air pumps inside of them that if you pushed a button on the back, it would make their arms move. So you actually could also argue it had the most advanced articulation in the history of toys. They were literally all air powered. So all of them, and they had suction cup. None of this negated the fact that there was like design flaw on top of design flaw on top of like their weapons were stupid. Their names were stupid. (laughs) There was even a character whose name was literally enemy. Like oh, just wow. really weird shit. And it was a weird toy because again, on the one hand, they were very advanced, but on the other hand, they were very kind of stupid. I don't know if you saw the release. We last week at New York Comic Con, we released uh imagery and a little video of our version of the lead bad guy, who also, I'm not gonna change it, but it's also kind of a if I'm being honest, it's a very bizarre name. His name is Hun dash dread so his name is hundred <laughs> but for some reason first of all i don't know why anybody would be called hundred like again like look at transformers you have megatron right you got optimus prime robo force has hundred uh, max <laughs> steel which sounds cool but anyway long story short if you saw the reveal we did of our new version of hundred I'm not even sure if I'm saying that right. I'm sure dash. you are. Um, but in his first name, he's got a dash. But anyway, um, <laughs> we did what I've always wanted to do. Like, it's just so weird to have like a theory for decades and then be able to do it. But we did the best of both worlds. So all of our RoboForce characters are going to have legs, but those legs can combine and become a suction cup. So if you look carefully <laughs> at Hundred's legs, you'll see each one of them is half of a sphere. And the, the advice that I gave, or the guidance, I guess, whatever the word is, that I gave to David Bonner, who's the greatest designer in the history of toys, do you remember the way the shields worked on the Batmobile in the 1989 Batman? How they just covered the entire car, like yeah, you know, but it did this thing. Yes, but it did this thing where it was like ching 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 ching. Yes, ching, ching. yes. That's we call it the protective skirt. I'm sure we'll come up with something better one day. <laughs> but the idea is the characters can join their legs, and then the shield forms around their legs. That's so that bad. way we're paying respect to the origins, but we're also not tied into a ridiculously stupid design flaw. Understandable. It's really cool. I I did see that picture, man. That and it looks 
so much better than yeah the toys did in the 80s not to say anything wrong with them that was the, their time and place but yeah for an updated version that's that looks amazing and i would say hundred would be a great name for a rapper you think well better a rapper than a robot yes <laughs> by the way the other the other name i love there's literally a RoboForce character. His name is Bulger. In a kid's... Wow, okay. <laughs> and again, here's the other, expected thing that. That, the other thing that always just cracks me up about it is, um, you know, they went all in. Like, the, the, the failure of RoboForce bankrupted the company. Like, I mean, they went all in. Most toys launch with four to eight characters. Right. They launched RoboForce, I shit you not, with 54 characters. Jesus. So, I mean, they went all, some of them shot water. Like, they went nuts. That's presumptuous. And they had these, like, really bizarre choices. The weird names, the weird suction cup. Like, it was just weird. It was just weird. What, what uh, company did this? It was, it, well, it's interesting. It was Ravel, but they were bought by CBS Toys. Gotcha. Wow. So CBS Toys bought the company, bankrupted the company, because CBS is the one who said, do something big. Right. And they were like, okay. And then it bankrupted <sighs> the company. I mean, that's presumptuous uh, to a level unheard of. To, to that many figures in production without knowing if this is even going to be a hit. Wow. Yeah. And, the, you know, yes, you're right. But by the way, it happens. I mean, Boeing did the same thing with the 747. Like sometimes you just have to take a risk. Right. But this thing was gigantic and it did not work. I'm sure it will the second time around, man, especially seeing I'm not, this. I'm knocking on wood. I'm knocking on wood. We're hedging our bets, though. We're uh, we're definitely following in the footsteps of people that know what they were doing and Right. Hopefully, right. God will, and we make less mistakes. But at the very least, I got rid of the suction cup only footwear. So, with there only being that pilot episode uh, available to view, I mean, was there a backstory past that given to these characters, or is this something that you guys uh, at Nacelle are going to get to build from scratch just based well, on that pilot? There was a story. Dude, I've never seen the pilot, and I don't think I'll ever watch it. What we're going to do is we are taking the real history of RoboForce and turning that into the mythology. So we That's are basically going to show them as the loser robots, like being overshadowed by these badass, awesome robots. Right. But they're going to become the underdogs. So we'll be rooting for them, but they're they're always kind of in the shadow of greatness. And yet they're the ones who always save the day. That is so cool. That's kind of like what they did with um, Captain America back in the day, right? Like he was a big part of comics. And after World War II, there was really not a need for the propaganda. He disappeared for years. And when they brought him back, they're like, you know, they explained that absence. Well, I've been frozen in ice. You know what I mean? They wrote the real history into the fictional story. That's so cool. I just learned that from you. I didn't know that. That's great. That's I could awesome. be completely wrong about that, but I don't think I am. I don't think I am. How I love cool. that. 
Can't wait to see that, man. Now, another thing we've got to talk about, now streaming on Netflix, the third season of the movies that made us with Aliens coming to America, RoboCop, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, and Halloween. Uh, very excited. Great uh, choice on movies there. Uh, what can you tell us about season three? I would imagine production had to have been pretty difficult with the uh, pandemic. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't difficult for me because our production team is so good. I mean, they literally, from the day, I got a call from Netflix that when I saw it on my phone, I was positive we were being canceled because of COVID. The call was, uh, I, I, always, I could get a little emotional telling this, but the call was basically to give me a heads up that the next day, Netflix was announcing a bunch of cancellations, but we were not one of them. Wow, and as long awesome. as we were comfortable proceeding, they would back us. And they did. And part of them backing us was our production team. And I had zero to do with this. Uh, they, anybody who knows me would be like, yo, Brian, why do you have to tell us you have nothing to do with it? No shit. But <laughs> For your listeners who don't know me, let me go sure. out of my way to say I had nothing to do with it. But they built these remote kits where they got a box, a camera, all this other equipment, microphones, lights. It all fit in a box. And then we would FedEx it to the subjects. And everybody in season three, dude, except for when I went to Texas with Ed Newmeyer for RoboCop, um, everybody... I interviewed from this room. That's yeah, it's weird, man. It's weird. It's the weird. age we live Even in. Back on it, it's weird. Yeah. Well, you know, so many voice uh, uh, actors do their stuff from home now. I think it's, I think it's probably, I mean, not, and even before uh, COVID, I mean, I know there's still table reads and stuff like that. There are some studios who still prefer to have everyone in, uh, in uh, their studio, but I have talked to several voice uh, uh, actors who say they just work from their home studio. Yeah, no, it's been going on for a while. It's a beautiful thing. I've never had that luxury until unfortunately COVID shut up, shut up. Cause I, listen, I interviewed Gail Ann Hurd from this room while she was in Montana. Am I thrilled and blessed that she agreed to do our show? Yes. Am I sad that I didn't get to see her in person? Yes. Yeah. Well, that was going to kind of be my next question. Uh, you know, when we talked, I think when season two was coming out, or so, I can't remember what project from the cell we were talking about, but you were uh, just talking about some of the experiences you had uh, during the production of these shows, just getting to meet these amazing people. And I was going to ask uh, if you had any uh, particular experiences during the production of season three that stood out, but it seems like you may have been uh, robbed of quite a few of those uh, those well, experiences. Well, you're, you're absolutely right. I was robbed of most, but I mean, the 24 hours I hung out with Ed Newmeyer in Dallas, Yeah. I mean, to say... <laughs> To say that I literally cannot believe that happened. Right. I cannot believe. I hung out with Ed Newmark. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> but I, you know what? I did get to interview Nancy Allen in person. Okay. In our um, uh, studio in Burbank. And that was also amazing. Sure. I couldn't shake her hand, mind you. But I did get to be in the same room with her. How incredible. I'm so jealous. <laughs> And excited. Listen, man, I don't blame you. I, I literally can't believe it happened. Yeah. 
we've had experiences like that where like on the show, like one of the favorite things we ever got to do was have uh, Rob Paulson on and read lines from Jurassic Park as Yakko Warner or uh, read the Joker lines as uh, Pinky from Pinky in the Brain. And I still to this day can't believe, you know, I got to sit here in this room listening to this legend do those things. But it, uh, it's just those moments that make it uh, surreal, make it worth doing, you know? Surreal is an understatement, actually. Yeah, yeah, I, I can imagine. Another thing I've got to ask you is I always keep up on Instagram with your new toys. And a few of the things I've seen you got lately, uh, one, the Batman uh, 89 grapple gun that looked freaking awesome. And the second thing I'm even more jealous of was the McDonald's uh, Happy Meal display of Batman Returns. Uh, awesome finds, number one. And two, what else have you added to your collection since uh, we last talked? I've never done this before. Okay. But I'm going to do it here for you. Oh, I appreciate it. I just got this on Monday. Is this live or video? Oh, no, I'm just recording the audio. I thought I was going to be able to capture the video, but it's not letting me for some reason. So. See, Matt, that's what Matt was talking about. Something is weird now. Because uh, are we using Matt's link or your link? I'm using Matt's link. Yeah, that's what he was talking about. Something weird's going on. Yeah, I did I've always my... been able to record it before. So well, at least we're getting the audio. Yeah, I'll let Matt know. But So I'm sorry to all your listeners that you can't see this, but... <laughs> For the first time in my life, you might be surprised to hear this, I've never done a pickup. Every toy I've gotten, I've either bought in a store or it was sent to me through mail. Right. I went to a CVS parking lot in um, Thousand Oaks or Simi Valley somewhere. It was like a 30-minute drive each way. I got the craziest fucking thing ever. Oh, I didn't even know this exciting. existed. Okay. Holy cow, is that the, uh, that's like the transporter room? No, it's a game. What? So this is a joystick right here. Oh. And you target ships and you push this button to shoot. Now, I have to get D batteries to turn it on to see if it actually works. Right. But this thing is bonkers. But by the way, the best thing about it it just looked like a uh, it looked like a light up uh, like teleporter bridge or something. No, you know what I mean? I, I've never seen that before. That's so cool. By the way, I texted a picture of it to Marty Abrams, and I'm like, "What the hell is this? I've never even heard of this." And he was like, "Oh, don't get me started." But that's I don't. Do you know Marty Abrams? I don't know. It's the founder of uh, Migo. And Migo. Oh, okay. But uh, wait, what was I telling you about this? Um, you were telling me about that oh, when you were about to grab the best part about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The best part about it. In the box, I could even show it to you. By the way, the box is fucking gorgeous too. But anyway, there is the actual Toys R Us receipt from when it was purchased. Are you shitting? And what's the date on it? What's the what's it say? It uh let me see. I think let's see how good my memory is. <laughs> Look at those shelves. Holy shit, am I jealous? Wow. I'm getting a little scared. I can't find it. Hold on. Uh-oh. I was actually just too protective of it. <laughs> December 12th, 1979. That is so cool. Oh, and it has the actual Toys R Us logo stamped on it and everything. You need to get yeah. that in the frame. 
That's what I'm thinking of doing, actually. I mean, that nuts. Well, it's a relic, man. It's a relic of a, of a of a past time. Yeah, it is indeed. That's what we specialize in. I went to a uh, store the other day and it looked like they well, it doesn't look like they did. The carts they had out front were old Toys R Us carts because they're in the uh, old building. And I just heart broke a little bit. I kind of wanted to just grab one of the carts and run. You know, <laughs> It's mine now. <laughs> I would have had a similar reaction. Yeah, exactly. Well, man, it's always a blast to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being here, uh, showing you, your man. toys. It's always a pleasure. And to our listeners, Movies That Made Us, Season 3, now streaming on uh, Netflix. Do not miss it. A lot of good movies in there. Brian, thank you so much, sir. Thank you. All right, and once again, that was my conversation with Brian Volk Weiss. You should uh, get on Netflix if you haven't already and check out the series. Season three is on there, and I can't even like Jurassic Park's another like uh, so movie many, from a past so seasons. Uh, Elf, mm-hmm. Nightmare Before Christmas, all kinds of stuff on there. Dirty uh, Ghostbusters, dancing, Ghostbusters, Home Alone, Die Hard, Die Hard. Yeah, there, there's a lot. It's <clears> a good show. So make sure you check out not only season three but uh, the past seasons. If not. Check out uh, Toy Store Near You. That's on YouTube to watch. That's another thing Brian produces. And uh, The Toys That Made Us is also on Netflix. If you like yep. the movies that made us and you're into toys, well, son of a bitch, you're in luck. <laughs> right. Because that felt, that movie, or damn, that show is good. Uh, lots of cool stuff here. And as RoboForce is released, I'm sure we will be having uh, Brian back on to talk about that as well. So we'll keep you in the know when, uh, with that information as we get it. And with all that being said, Jack, what do we have on the website? Go to cannedairpodcast.com. You can see show highlights, guest info, listen to the show, follow us on all our social media, become a patron, buy some merch, follow, see some of our YouTube videos. And if you'd like to be a guest and promote your work, send us an email on our contact page. And find us on Twitter at cannedairpod and on Instagram at canned underscore air. And if, again, you want to show some support, head to our website and buy some merch. We have T-shirts, there's mugs, there's tote bags, all kinds of shit with our logo on it. And the Patreon page, where uh, $5 a month gets you access to a whole catalog of the Patreon pod. $10 a month not only gets you that catalog of episodes, but special projects like episodes of the Comic Vault, Candare Radio Theater, the traumatic episode. Oh, my God. That's one of my favorite projects <laughs> yeah. on there. Uh, amongst other things, all kinds of goodies on there, and uh, just the human fly, the human fly, just keeps getting bigger and bigger. That catalog. So again, five to ten dollars a month, uh, depending on what your prerogative is, over there at uh, Patreon.com forward slash Pod. Gentlemen, what else? Evergreenpodcast.com. Check That's the boys the out. That's the one. Evergreenpodcast.com. All right. Well, I want to thank Brian again for being on the show with us tonight. And uh, I think that's going to do it. So until next time, I'm Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. And I'm Randy Hardenbrook. Thanks for listening, everyone, and be excellent to each other. you come over here and spray paint your name on the wall but i don't wanna what are you chicken hold on there boys wow it's flint instead of writing your name write candarepodcast.com and help spread the word well that's a great idea now we know and knowing is half the battle 
This has been a Canned Air production. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.